Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, Cape Cod. It's high noon on Wednesday. Time for another Life with Gwen talk show from the Cape Cod Times Facebook Live. If you're out there, thanks for joining us. Tell your friends to get on board, too. We talk about everything having to do with lifestyle. And you can talk with us by typing your comments uh, into the Facebook uh, page, and our producer will hold them up, and we'll try to get them answered real time. So today we have a, a surprise, as you can all tell from the weather. We think there's finally going to be a summer. And um, this Sunday's uh, Cape Cod Times took a look at what was happening while you were away. And this is for a lot of the locals, I'm sure, know about this. But if you're coming back from Florida or if you are uh, coming back as a, as a repeat visitor, this is sort of a synopsis of some of the things that happen while you're away. You can find it on capecodtimes.com and uh, just search for while you were away. And in the meantime, we wanted to talk tourism and lots of fun things to do. So we are joined today by Kristen Mitchell-Hughes. She is the Vice President of Marketing for the Cape Cod Chamber of Commerce. And whether you are, uh, whether you live here or whether you're going to visit, we think you'll find this information particularly helpful. So okay. tell me a little bit. Yeah, welcome. Welcome. Great to Thanks see you. Thanks for having me. Um, tell me a little bit about what the Chamber does and uh, your specific part of it, because I know sure. you deal with tourism. Yes, um, we're, so we're Chamber of Commerce. We're also a Convention and Visitors Bureau. So on the Chamber side, we deal with um, economic development issues, public policy, um, really a voice for our 1,300 plus members. On the other end, which is the CVB end, um, where my job is focused is um, on tourism marketing, putting heads in beds per se, um, bringing people over the bridge to experience the destination and hopefully fall in love and come back year after year. And have their wedding here. Exactly. That's what of we course. talked about a couple of weeks ago when Olive Chase was visiting. Absolutely. Well, most a lot of the people who have weddings here um, maybe had ties to Cape Cod. They spent their childhoods here and their childhood summers. There's a nostalgia factor. Um, but a lot of people will experience it for the first time. And we're actually as interested in them as we are in their guests, because if they have 200 plus guests, um, a good percentage of them probably have never come to Cape Cod before. So that's our chance. They're here. We're going to wow them. And we want I to have back. experienced this firsthand. I, I stopped by the visitor center right there at exit six. And um, I, to ask you guys if you had some pamphlets that I could put in the, in the little bags for sure. uh, a friend's wedding. So you were very helpful and, and the yeah. word got out that way. And you may have seen when you uh, take exit six, if you don't, bear left. If you bear right, you'll come into the visitor center on Patty Page Way, 
which is so cool because I got to yes. meet her when they named it for her. And that, that was, was amazing. I think that was in 2010 when we did that dedication. Mm-hmm. It, uh, and every time I, I come to work that way. So every time I go past, I think there we are. You know, I remember the day that Patty Page was here. Of course. So and inside you'll find someone who can help you with all kinds of questions. And these are um, your, uh, it's not a kiosk, but your your center there, your visitor center, yep. is one of several on the Cape. It is. And each one is run by its own chamber. Yep. Um, ours is right when you come off um, Route 6 at Exit 6, you'll see the big um, Welcome to Cape Cod sign. And a lot of our visitor center specialists have been there for years Um they really, they are true experts on Cape Cod. They know, our frontline staff knows more than a lot of us in the admin building. I mean, they they are such a helpful resource to our visitors. Is there um, a really a couple of common questions that your staff tells you about that you hear a lot? Um, hands down, the most popular question we get is someone coming in around noon on any day given day and saying we have one day to spend here what do we do um which is a hard question to answer because you know we're a very unique destination in that we have 15 very distinctive towns Mm -hmm. there's so many attractions and historic sites and shops and restaurants and village centers so they really have to our visitor center staff really has to um tailor their responses to fit each visitor um they find out about their specific interests. Are they into museums? Are they history buffs? Are they here for the beaches and or kayaking? So that that's a hard question to answer, but they do a great job with it. It is. And, you know, I think you were telling me before we got started that you actually have a website people might want to visit before they come to start framing their own, uh, their own um, idea of what they're going to do. And yes. um, um, tell me about that. Sure. CapeCodChamber.org is our um, visitor website. It's our travel planning resource, our online travel planning resource. Um, it's a great resource. We have information on staying, playing, dining on Cape Cod, um, getting here. We have great blogs that break down like some of the best things to do, best things to see. Um it's a great resource for people. We also have our Cape Cod Travel Guide magazine. This is our annual magazine we put out um, for visitors. Um, change up the content every year. This year's magazine has interesting um, articles, the best places to eat lobster on the Cape. We have tips from local golf pros on kind of making the most of your time on the greens. 19 things you can only do on Cape Cod, um, one of which is eat lobster ice cream at Ben and Bill's in Falmouth. Um, Absolutely. We actually did a taste test here in the office on that. It was and, really uh, good. Because I cover the food pages. And yeah. It is. It, it just tasted a little bit like uh, buttercream. You know, it was a, The key is the yeah. butter because I was hesitant to try it, but it actually was really good. It, uh, that's absolutely true. And uh, the question I get all the time as, a, as dining and, and food editor is, where can I eat on the water? That's a big question. People always want to know that. So uh, we have a couple of people who want to say hi to you. Oh, and sure. before poor Patty, our, our producer's arms fall off, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read some of those off. Let's see. Um, you probably know these names better than I, but Ian Basil Riley, Cheryl O'Donohue Baba uh, are both saying hello. Hi, hi guys. 
and Harmony Carroll. Uh, the Chamber and Kristen are the best. Harmony, I know your name. We must know each other. So thanks, Harmony. So does she work with you? Um, she's a longtime friend. Ah. So. <laughs> and so we always encourage our guests to bring their friends because uh, the idea is to get the word out and to have some fun while we're doing it. Uh, so tell me, did you say you also have another tourism site that's opened? Um, uh, website or, a, no, or is Cape it Cod part Chamber. of? No, CapeCodChamber.org, okay. and our social media channels are at Visit Cape Cod um, for travel-related social media. Oh, okay, great, great. Because as we were saying, you were saying before, so I'm going to let you say it again, um, the idea of tourism is is just such a broad one. It affects, it affects everybody, you were saying. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So um, if even whether you're having a company uh, that weekend and you're looking for something to do with your company, which I think happens a lot, um, or you're coming, you know, for a visit or a day visit, like you mentioned, it's 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 such a big part of the economy and uh, of of the this sort of friendliness here. I feel Absolutely. I can feel when summer starts by the feeling on Main Street in Hyannis. It, it just it changes, it's a great you know. And um, let's see. Okay, wow, we have Dale Felkner who is watching from farming Farmington, New Mexico. New Mexico. Oh, you've Hi, got Dale. This. Hi, Dale. So, are you going to come and see us this year? <laughs> it. Um, I know it's slightly out of your area, but uh, I've noticed that one of the changes that's happening is that Martin the Bear, if anyone remembers him from past visits, uh, he's a big concrete bear, yeah. stone bear. Uh, he's moved. So if you're looking for him, his no, new address is, is uh, in this article that we referenced from Sunday. That is good to know. So, and uh, people can get your magazine. They can also uh, look on, we have uh, things to do that runs during the season yes. on page two. Yes. So things that are, are more breaking looking. are, you know, things that, uh, that, that we tell people, here's a bunch of fun to have today. Yeah. And one of the problems though is, I don't know if you find this is true, but when you work in, you know, I, I'm a lifestyle journalist and, and you work in tourism. Yes. How often do you get to go play? You, <laughs> I wish I could play more. Um, I find it interesting because I feel like I can talk as if I'm an expert on pretty much any attraction that we have on the Cape. Um, I can tell you that I've some about a dune tour on the Cape and the majestic dunes and how wonderful it is to do a sunset clam bake. And then I realize I've never actually done it myself. <laughs> um, whale watching. I'm dying to go on a whale watch. Um, I have amazing video footage of it and photos and I need to get out there myself. Um, these experiences, there's so many wonderful things to do in our backyard. There's almost too many to do them all. I, I read the weekly Cape Week, which has the listings that people can put in themselves. So yeah. then it goes into Cape Week. And I think I'm tired. There is so much to do. You really so have to, to narrow do. your focus and decide what this particular day or this particular weekend is, is going to be. You do. And I think so, so many travelers have something in mind that, that they do want to do when they're here. A lot of people are kind of more culinary travelers. They're interested in our breweries, which we have so many of, um, vineyards, the seat-to-table dining, farm-to-table dining. Then there's the people who are really here 
really focused on the arts. Um, and we have so many galleries on and off the beaten path. We have antiquing, we have fantastic museums. Um, and then of course there's our adventurers. They're the ones who are gonna, you know, be renting the stand-up paddle boards. Um, they're the ones who are gonna be going on the dune tours or parasailing. I mean, we have so that much was the one I was going to mention. Yeah, I, I think parasailing is on my list, possibly even for this year. Yeah, that looks like fun. That's maybe is not that on my off maybe the back. Not on my list. Is that the one <laughs> off the back of the boat, or is that the, yes? Yeah. I'd like to stay tethered to the boat. That would be good. <laughs> I, I mean, I imagine it must be a wonderful way to see all of Cape Cod. And I can't even, but I can't imagine being up that high. I'm just going to have to um, More of rely on, I'm going to rely on the drone <laughs> video that I see. Um, well, I actually uh, took a glider up over Cape Cod. And after they let you go, the thing that really struck me is it's amazingly quiet. It's like sitting in an armchair in absolute yeah. silence on top of the clouds. It, it just, yeah. that's what surprised me was that there is no noise whatsoever. Uh, okay, so we're hearing from Renee Brulard, and uh, you will be here July 7th. Great, thank well, you. Well, Renee, Check if out. you're going to be here July 7th, um, we do have an amazing event going on um, this summer during that very week, um, our Hydrangea Fest, which kicks off July 6th. It's 10 days. And it's just fantastic. I mean, hydrangeas are our signature flower on Cape Cod, and July is when they're in full bloom. We started this four years ago, and it gives visitors a chance to take a sneak peek into some like private, really spectacular gardens. I was going to say, this is private gardens. Most of them are private. Um, Heritage Museums has showcases their hydrangeas, but most of these are like Uh private gardens you would never otherwise get a chance to tour. they're just like lush, exquisite gardens. Um, it's only $5 per tour. They happen daily throughout Hydrangea Fest. And it's wonderful because all the proceeds benefit local nonprofits. So really, it's the best of all worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a Hydrangea Fest is, I mean, it, it really. I, is it, uh, so it's for several days. And if you want to buy tickets, like where's the starting point for it? So, okay. Um, CapeCodHydrangeaFest.com is the website, but you can also access it from CapeCodChamber.org, um, and all the information is there. But you can buy the tickets right at the garden. Okay. So, Renee, if you like gardens, we already have this all set up. We knew you were coming. Yeah, there's uh, 70 plus gardens to tour. Um, there's an well, opening event at Cape Cod Beer, and one of the um, aspects of it that I quite enjoy is there's actually a Hydrangea Fest cocktail trail that leads through the Cape and participating restaurants um, come up with their own hydrangea inspired cocktails um, that are spotlighted. So it's a fun way to, uh, I think. I think I need to do a food story. I think the Grand Crew is one of them. They do a frozen blue hydrangea which is a spin so, on a margarita. So <laughs> what do you say, Patty? Want to come? <laughs> I think we need to, to go out and try some of these things out. I have to tell you last year, maybe it was two years ago now, we, um, we started a uh, where the tourists are kind of feature and sure. i went down to uh um to brewster and and did the ship captain's house tour and through the graveyard and everything yeah and great. then up here i did the wine tour out of um um hyannis harbor yeah which i think it's like once a month and the thing that i liked was not only is it a beautiful twilight sale but uh, you know, with music and that kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, the person who does the wine tasting actually 
there's a big education about the various wines and the vineyards that they've they've come from. Yeah. So um, it was edifying on a, on a lot of fronts and very relaxing. But uh, that's what people do when they're yeah. not in their office. So you and I might not know that. We need Absolutely. to get out there more. <laughs> I have done the, the Dune Tour, too. That is pretty spectacular. Oh, I'm dying to do it. I was all excited because we were seeing seals off the horizon. Yeah. Fun, you know. So, so if people um, are coming here, what does their first contact with the chamber tend to be? Um, you know, is do you get you get a lot of people who are doing the um, the noontime stop, or do you get a lot of questions ahead of time as well? Um, well, it depends. I mean, it depends on the visitor because we do use our social media as a um, customer service tool. A lot of people reach out to us that way. Um, not the phone as much as in, in past years, but still, still the phone, um, the website. A lot of people are booking in advance. Um, mm -hmm. Then a lot of people also do the last minute bookings. But we're finding, um, we're hearing a lot of feedback that there's strong advance bookings for the summer season. So that's what well, we like to news. hear. Um, and we still get the people who love stopping in the visitor center. They just want to talk to a live person. Um, and again, like I say, our visitor center staff, they're rock stars. They just, they're so fantastic at being able to field the questions and like send people off in the right direction. Yeah, um, there's so much history here that you might not know about if you, if you haven't been here. And, uh, I find that that's a really wonderful thing that yeah. your staff and the staff in, in other, uh, visitor centers as well is able to do that. You know, I mean, that's one side of it. Then there's the logistics, you know, route six is a four mile backup. Any ideas on how I can yeah. get around it? That's valuable information. Um, but it's funny. You had also asked about the most popular questions. Um, it sounds funny that people would ask us this, but one of our other most popular questions was um, like, what's the weather going to be like the first week of July or I'm coming down the second week of August. Like what's the weather going to be like, which as you know, living on Cape Cod or new England in general, is just impossible to answer. You can take a so, guess with dryday.com. Yeah, I mean, you can take a the, guess. But you know, farmer's almanac, but it's a exactly. guess. <laughs> so we, well, we decided to have fun with the question. So back um, 10 years ago now, because this will be the 10th year, um, we came up with the idea for Quahog Day. Um, Wendy Northcross, our CEO, was actually like thinking about it, and she's like, we get all these questions. Well, how can we address it? About weather. Yes, about weather and weather forecasting, and how can we have fun with it um, and call attention to the Cape right at the beginning of the season. So Quahog Day is... Somewhat our answer to Groundhog Day. Um, it's a fun, quirky, tongue-in-cheek event. Um, it happens on the first day of summer every year. And our resident Quahog, Doug the Quahog, who actually has his own social media following, um, he's, he's become a superstar in his own right, he comes out and predicts how many weeks of beach weather lie ahead. Um, he talks to Johnny Quahog, who is the only person... Um, the only human who can communicate with Quahogs, and he will um, deliver his prediction. And the first year, he was not accurate, but for every year since, he has been right on the money. Our visitor center staff tracks it. They actually, because a beach day can be a day that starts off gloomy, but by one o'clock, the sun comes out. Which I as, think you get credit for this. Yeah, and which, as you know, on Cape Cod, that's... that's um, 
common. That's a common <laughs> thing. Um, so as long as there was like at least three hours of beach weather in the day, we count it. And um, last year, I think he had 77 days and he was right on the money. Um, we actually went over that. So we'll see what he does this year. Um, it's going to be June 21st at the Pilot House on Sandwich Marina. Um, so and as I recall, um, Doug likes a bit of a party, a bit of a ceremony here. Definitely. So uh, I've even seen uh, Secret Service people with this uh, quahog. He has his own security detail. Um, that is very true. Um, the danger of kidnapping for quahogs? We, we've... we've had concerns about that and we also have had people threaten him if there is not good beach weather that they will throw him in a pot with some butter yes just so, eat him that's right so we're doing our our best to protect him um but that's a, a great event it's a great way to get some fun press for cape cod in advance of the season we we are very familiar with doug and yeah. uh, I, i'm assuming there's a, a new doug each year um no it's the same doug really same doug Oh, that's an interesting <laughs> conversation that we'll, we'll have to have, we'll have later. another time. Um, we have uh, a message from, from California. Uh, Debbie Friss, if you recognize that name, it's because that's my sister-in-law. Hi, Debbie. And she's saying, we need to get back east again. I totally agree. Watching from Central Valley, California. So, California. Yeah. They, uh, I don't know about yours, but my family is split up all over the country. So we have to... It involves planes when yes. we use it. When we get together. <laughs> it, um, you know, I was going to tell you a funny story about a visitor center uh, in France when I was traveling in France, and because I heard you have a funny story too that we can that we can kind of trade back and forth here. Um, my husband and I took our honeymoon in uh, in Europe, and and we were trying to go to the train station in in Metz, uh, and. Um, so we had stopped just coincidentally in Verdun, where we were rather poorly trying to ask in French how to get to the train station. And train station is G-A-R-E, and, and uh, there's another word that for a non-French speaker sounds a lot like it. So we were in Verdun, site of all the World War II, World War II, World War I battlefields. Um, but anyway, of the battlefields where they get a lot of tourism for that. And uh, my husband said, uh, um, in Metz, you know, uh, où est la guerre? And she just stared at us for a while. And so I said, honey, I think you asked her where the war is. And uh, we finally figured out where the train station was. But, you know, when it's not your first language, and we do have here on the Cape a lot of international um, visitors. Absolutely. So, um, which leads to your story. We did finally find the train station, by the way. The story, my... I think we somebody asked um, if uh, oh, somebody came the in islands. and asked about going to the islands. Yes, we did have one of our visitor center um, staff did have a question um, when someone came in, what language they spoke on the islands of Martha's Vineyard in Nantucket. Which seems odd to us, but if you're visiting from around the world, that seems you like a pretty know. logical question. Absolutely. You know, there's so many languages in Europe that, that yeah. uh, you know, I, I can see where that question would come from. So, um, yep, we read that one. <laughs> a craft fair that oh, week. I oh, I see. Oh, okay. So for Renee, on uh, July 7th, there's a craft fair that week. Excellent. Person must be coming to 
to see that. Oh, yeah, partly. we've got lots of craft yeah. going on all summer. So I know it, it uh, and there's so many influences. You know, I, I see yeah. a lot of craft fairs where there's a, a big um, Jamaican influence. Yeah. And there's um, a, um, a new Jamaican uh, restaurant, uh, the Island Cafe yes. over on 28. And, lots of new and restaurants. Lots of yes, I just finished updating the the restaurant list that will run in our yeah. summer times. So um, it uh, there are a lot of new places out there. Yeah, I know Anejo is coming to Hyannis, and then um, the Drunken Seal will now be where the former Horizons was in Sandwich on the Water. I miss that one. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> when are they opening? Um, I think they're open now. Oh. Yeah. I will have to get that into the list if it's not too late. Ten Pin Eatery, which has been a big hit with my five-year-old. They've got laser tag and bowling, and it's a great entertainment complex at the mall. I stopped by um, just to check it out because people kept talking yeah. about it. And uh, they they have, uh, I think, um, 11 bowling lanes. Yeah. They have a private room if you are having a party or something, uh, a full um Full restaurant, bistro food with the, the folks who run Chapin's. Yeah, it's great. And it's great. It's a great, great ambiance. It's laser tag. Yeah, it's nice, I was, which I think my husband enjoyed as much as my son. Um, yeah, it's nice to have that on Cape Cod. There's something for the adults. There's something for the kids. So and then I guess in a week or so, the escape rooms are opening across the hall. This is at the back of the mall. I was thinking they need some signs, though, because yeah. uh, in you I'm know sure up by the come. front of the mall. Yeah, and we've uh, got um, the Riddle Escape Room open last year, too, in Mashpee Commons, which I don't know if you've ever done that, but that is I haven't so done fun. It. Yes. Is it? Oh, my gosh. So Is fun. there some guarantee that if you don't get the Riddle by, you know, like midnight, they'll let you out? Well, you only have, like, 55 minutes, I think. And when I did it with my group of friends, we literally were on the last minute before we I mean, a lot you don't of have times to go to you, Riddle Prison or anything. No, right? you just don't solve it. I mean, you have nothing to celebrate afterwards. So oh, you just kind of... Get, no bragging rights. Yeah, you want yeah. the bragging rights. So, and uh, yeah, and uh, if you're on the Upper Cape, while we're thinking about entertainment with your food, they, yeah. they also have... Uh, it's a, called the Lanery? On, um, Lanes Bowl and The Bistro? Lanes, yep. Yep, Lanes. So, fantastic. We've yeah. got a lot of family-friendly options here. There are days when you think, um, you know, I should just take... A week's vacation and and yeah. do things here. It's yeah. kind of fun and to I have a the, stay vacation. The inflatable park is um, expanding this year. I think they're going to have like a lazy river and new water slides. There's oh, always like good. new things happening, which makes it exciting. Um, and I don't know if you've been to the adventure park at Heritage, the zip lines. And no, but I'm going. I love the zip lines. I've done yes. them at the uh, Boy Scout. Cool. Remember in the days when they used to do um, training for the staff, and and that would mean you know falling for trust mm -hmm. exercises yeah. and and zip lines. I climbed the tower and jumped off the uh, zip lines. That's a great feeling. Yeah, you want to be on the ground though, right? I would do that. I would do the zip lines. I just think the parasailing may be a little, little too high for me, but I, I like you. the concept of it. <laughs> um, I haven't been to the one at Heritage yet, but the. Uh, I found that after you climb, which is the hard part, the, yeah. the two and a half story, three story tower with the rocks, yeah. after you get up there, if you're hesitant to jump off, you can sit on the edge, lean forward, and it takes you. So it's it's easier to, to do, you know, if you oh, have yeah. trouble with heights. Okay. So we're 25 minutes in, which I'm probably not supposed to tell you, but she holds it up. I read it. And uh, Karen Watkins. Hi, Karen. She wants to know about uh, eating on the water 
uh, easy takeout picnic at Race Point. Yes, that's a great idea. Yes, and the best way to get to Race Point is one of those dune tours. Because um, unless you have a permit, you have to walk out to Race Point uh, or you take a dune tour. So I yeah. take a dune tour every time. So, but if you want to spend some time there, you can walk out. And yeah. I, I think it's open till dusk, right? Yeah. And they actually have um, a B and B at the race point, so you can rent a room at the lighthouse and actually stay there. Oh, that there. sounds wonderful. Yeah. And have we determined? I know we were fighting uh, with this place in Maine about whether that was the easternmost point of the United States. Have, have yeah, are I we? Don't know about that. Claiming that, uh, um, and I think because we're on Cape Cod that we should just. Say yes. I'm yes, just going to go with it. That's right. <laughs> it uh, there is uh, also uh, a few things that people might want to know. And my first one, <laughs> a big one, is that summer is coming, so we need sunglasses. That's this is all in tomorrow's health page, by the way. And uh, and you should update your sunscreen so that you can, uh, you know prevent cancer because you're going to be in the in the uh, sun a lot. Yes. And um, the other thing is that um, I lost my train of thought. I went, can you guys tell when that happens? You probably can. Um, but uh, the other thing is that you don't want to take a left onto the roads again. This is my opinion. Don't take a left until summer is over. You know, for the next, <laughs> just go right and go around the block. There are so many uh, yeah. traffic, the the downside, and we won't end on a downside, but no. the downside will be traffic. The only good thing is you can kind of imagine it as all the wonderful business for, for our resort area. Absolutely. Well, and you know, for people, whether you live here or visit here, it's just amazing place, um, amazing place to be. Um, and one of our things that, I don't know if you can see that back there, but we really are on the whole movement of take a day, which is, you know, so many people, I think it's more than half of Americans don't use their vacation time. And when you don't, you're just, actually, there's studies that show that you're more stressed, you're less productive, um, which doesn't help anyone. So take the day, plan your vacation, come to Cape Cod. I mean, it's just good for everyone's a Peace of mind. Okay, we have one minute left. So I want you to tell me in one minute, you have a, a little person in your life. He's how old? Um, five years old. Okay, so take the day. What are you guys going to do? We would probably go to, the, well, in his mind, we would go to the inflatable park. We would go to Hidden Hollow at Heritage Museums. We'd probably go to the Woods Hole Aquarium for a little. We'd definitely go to Old Silver Beach. We'd hit Polar Cave ice cream and pirate tour. We oh, definitely a pirate adventures cruise. Oh, a little uh, mini golf too. See, there's hi, so much to do. You can't just stay one day. You have to stay at least three. Well, thank you very much for that. That yeah. quick tour of what you'd be doing. Thank you all for watching. Join us next week. We're um, going to have a guest. We're going to have the chef from the executive chef from uh, the Bear in Boots Gastro Pub in Falmouth. And he's promised to teach us how to handle a knife safely. So if you want to know how to julienne vegetables and, and all those other fancy cuts that the restaurants do, and then we'll be talking a bit about seasoning and putting it all together. So next week, same time, same place. Thanks for coming. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left.
Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.